Listener warning, this episode contains adult content and is not suitable for children. Welcome back to the Half-Baked Book Club. I'm Lana. And I'm Dylan, and we are back with a very special episode and a very special guest. If you're new here, we are a book club, but like most book clubs, we like to talk about a million other things besides the book at hand. And today we are so excited and honored to have New York Times bestselling author, TikTok extraordinaire, queen of happy endings herself, Tessa Bailey. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to the show. Hi, everybody. I thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. TikTok extraordinaire. It's not it's not a title I uh, I, I had, but I'll take it. I like it. You're so good <laughs> like at TikTok. it. Yeah. That was actually one of my questions for you was having to do with TikTok. I guess I, this is going to be so out of order because originally right I wanted in. to talk to you about my killer vacation, which just came out this week on the 6th, which is awesome. Like, I'm just kind of like waiting for the bestseller <laughs> list. Like, hello, it's obviously going to be on there. Everyone's so excited. Everyone's talking about it. So like, it's a little bit different than your other books, right? Do you yeah, want to plug it so, away? Um, it's definitely different. And it's like, it's it kind of different for two different reasons. One being that, um, like my contract with HarperCollins is that I'm not allowed to write anything similar to what I'm writing for them. So I have to get really creative and I have to be like, hmm, I'm writing a murder mystery. And then like, really, it's just like a rom-com. <laughs> I love it. Um, or I have to be like vampires or new adults or something like to get creative. So I'm not competing with like, the Bellinger sisters books or like, ah, yeah, that's so um, interesting. You'd think they'd be like something in the sauce is working. So keep doing it. But they were like, okay, tweak it. No, oh, that makes sense. You don't want to compete against your own book. Yeah. And so like, I, but it, it kind of forces me to be creative, which is really good because I don't get bored. It like, so in between like the books I write for Harper Collins, I am able to um, just like try something completely out of my comfort zone mm-hmm. and it keeps things from getting uh like stale it makes it keeps things fresh so I really I just enjoy it and yeah my killer vacation is was just like a fun uh, fun romp that like I got to drop a bunch of like true crime knowledge and yes it, it was like it was a real joy being able to talk about murder and romance <laughs> the same I love time. It. so are you also like a true crime fan like do you listen to the podcast shows yeah I'm a big morbid fan um I'm a morbido yeah I love I morbid love I'm a big fan um and I and Elena and Ashen and then I love yes. my murder too and I've been yes. to some of their live shows so <laughs> Yeah, I felt like uh, Taylor is us and we are Taylor. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the way she is in the book at certain points and it's like, oh, because I listen to these murder podcasts, like I know. And it was just like, it's so relatable because I feel so many of us are into true crime so much and like, you're like, no, 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 I know. Or like, I know what I do with the body. Like, or I, like you would think you know these things because you're so into them. So it was just so funny to like, read that in the character and you're like oh that's me, <laughs> like, that is me. I know but I do feel like we would know we would know what to do mm-hmm. <laughs> like watch I out say though it. I had this was a really good I didn't know who it was book did you really um, okay so I, I did not I thought that was my, yeah I felt mm-hmm. the same every time I thought it was 
I was wrong. So I love that because I love yeah. something that I that's not so obvious. Like you know the characters, you know the rom com they're gonna get together, but I had no idea who done it, and I love that. <laughs> that makes me so happy. I got tagged <laughs> by a couple of people. I mean, I get tagged, you know, four million times yeah. on like this oh week. So I mean, not exactly four. I mean, it's definitely <laughs> it's probably like forty. <laughs> not four million um but like one person said they got it they predicted it uh, like really early and I was like oh no but then like nobody else said it so I no. think maybe she's just really smart yeah um but a suspicious yeah. person there's she's only so many options right like if you named out all the characters True. if you were like one of those people who had a whiteboard like I was I was in it like I just love that I was it's going in and out of spice and also like okay but here's the storyline and that's how all of your books are which I just I appreciate like I don't know that's just my favorite part because I'm not just there for like spicing 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 like I need to know why I'm there and I just feel like you go deep as well as being hilarious too and it's just really (laughs) cool Um, but I had two specific things about my killer vacation I wanted I don't even know if these are I guess one is a question so I just love that the main character had a brother who's gay I thought that was really cool. And I was wondering, because I'm fairly newer to your stuff, like Dylan has been reading you forever and got me into it happened one summer, which I took to vacation with me. So thank you for the vacation times. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're welcome. (laughs) I'd be like sunning by the pool and I'd be like, "Hmm, I think I need to go get some refreshments from from the room. And I go back down and keep reading my book. It was a great vacation for many reasons, but that book being a part of it. Anyways, I was wondering, have you written a queer romance before? Or is that something you, like, I didn't know. I I have two male-male romances. One is called Wound Tight. Uh, and one is called Heat Stroke. And actually, Heat Stroke is one of my favorite books that I've ever written. Um, I'm so excited for that. It's like, it's like a professor. Uh, it's like a really kind of like, he's a, a professor who's out and he's been out for a long time. You know, we love that. Or yeah. like guys who are like on the fence. And then Marcus comes along and he's like kind of, he's kind of like a golden retriever character, like where he's like, he's, he's not like the sharpest, you know, grand <laughs> box. And he's like really into CrossFit, but he loves Jamie and he just follows around Jamie like a puppy dog and he doesn't know why. I and love this. <laughs> yeah. And so Heatstroke has been one of my favorite books for uh, since I wrote it. Um, I would recommend that to anybody who wanted to read um, a male male yeah to TBR. Yes. adding it to tbr i love that and this isn't even a question but this is my other point from my killer vacation i love when you talked about i hope this isn't a spoiler but them like blasting the bleachers in the backyard I just oh yeah so funny because i love the bleachers and since i've met dylan i've been trying to get her to listen to the bleachers and like go to a show with me so it's just like funny i love them too um i like <laughs> don't take the money is like, I, I, I like listen to, I listen to them on the treadmill. I don't know why yes. it's like, for some reason it's very motivating. How um, dare you want more on the treadmill is just really good. Yeah. yeah I feel you. I, I, I met Jack like, Antonoff at a show. He's did you? Nice. Yeah. He was at the merch booth and I'm like, is that, is that what I think? I probably wouldn't even, yeah. uh, like, I probably would walk past him and not really think about it. Like I would. Probably- it was the glasses. Like he had his hood up, but it was the glasses. And I was like, oh, I wanted to buy some merch anyways. I guess I'll walk over here, but that's a whole nother thing. It's an opportunity. Yeah. 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 But you want to go with the first general question, Dylan, because 
she answered yeah it. oh my gosh yesterday. so funny because this is literally our first question was if you could choose one of your books to be made into like a netflix rom-com movie <laughs> which would it be we knew what our pick would be yeah. and then surprise surprise yeah it's so funny because yes. i've like i've known this was in the works for maybe eight months and uh like I had a phone call like at a zoom call with the screenwriters um before they even started writing the script and um like so I've just been like sitting on it like hoping it actually happens right and then but all along all through this that time people were like okay if any of your books can be made into a movie which would it be and I'm like I'm like, I can't say it. I can't say it. And um, I really wanted to, but yeah, it happened one summer. It's going to be a movie. And um, congratulations. Like, Thank you. <laughs> oh my God. It's so exciting. They emailed me last night and said, okay, tomorrow is the deadline announcement. And I literally was like, awake there's been all no night. casting or anything yet. No talk about casting yet. So I guess the next big step is to get an actress attached. And mm. then that's when it's like a full package for That's some reason. So I, don't, I don't know why it's the actress and not the actor. I was like, this is a romance. I think we should get the dude on board, but like, okay, I, you know, play. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Maybe be that's funny. Cause my brain first went to like the guy, like who's the guy going to yeah. be, yeah. but I guess when you Brendan. think about it, like you, you want women to like the woman character too. Like that's probably that's a big true. part about it. Like, yeah, that is so. true. Like I, like when Lucy Hale was cast in the hating game, I was like, okay, I'm definitely going to watch that. Like, yeah. I really, like I can, I can like root for her. I, can I could see you being her. a pretty little liars girly. Were you Me? a pretty little liars? No. no. Oh, I just no. assumed because of Lucy Hale, like that she was. <laughs> no, I just like her. Uh, I don't know. Like I, like I follow her on social media for some reason. I think yeah. I like I find her delightful. I find her like really interesting to look at and watch. And like I'm I'm I, I it's literally stunning. You don't have to explain well. it to me. Yeah. <laughs> I can see like, I'm bisexual. So you don't have to explain it to me. That's <laughs> I was excited to see a queer character because like there's not a ton. <laughs> so yeah. So thank you for that. I, definitely reading those. Yeah, like, and Jude's gonna get his own days. book. So I like. I think um, I'll probably write that book for next summer. Jude, Jude and Dante's book. Okay, that's what we were hoping because the yeah. way it, the way the character came in, and I'm like, I gotta know what's this oh, thing. What's gosh. what is the thing that happened? And like I wouldn't I set that up and just leave it. I definitely would. Okay, not. good, good, good. Oh. <laughs> oh my god, she's like leaving Easter eggs about. like Taylor Swift. She's like, yeah, going <laughs> summer. But I love uh, it. like book talk got me wanting to write this uh, reverse harem rom-com. And yes. so we've like, been following, yes. <laughs> yeah, so I was like going to write Dante's book immediately, Dante and um, Dante and Dude? Jude's book immediately following uh, immediately following my killer vacation. But then like this one, the, the reverse one was just like calling to me and I couldn't not do it. So now I'm going to have to move next summer. But like, I think, I think it'll be good no matter when it comes out. Well, yeah, you have to go with that creative. Like Dylan and I both were makers. We make a lot of stuff. We're crafty people. And you have to go with that creative flow when you feel it. Cause it's not always there. So if that was pulling you, it makes sense. I don't think you're going to lose steam with Dante and Jude. I think you're going to be just as excited to write about them. Yeah. And yeah. I like, yeah, you actually have, you, you definitely have to do what's exciting you in the moment because, um, 
like you won't give the other project your full potential if you're just like thinking about somebody else, you know, like if you're just daydreaming about a different story. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I've been, I've been working on happenstance is the, the name of the book I've been working on this week. And, uh, I feel like we're just jumping all over the place. Like, no, that's the welcome, serum, though, right? welcome to the half-baked book club. We go off yeah, the rails and day. we're so excited to talk to you. I knew that, remember I emailed you like, I know we said 10 minutes, but I think that we will go off the rails because that's <laughs> that. So sorry. Yeah. I approve. I like being off the rails. Yeah. No, I'm excited about that though. Cause for reverse harem, I feel like I've read like one, maybe two, um, and the, the one I read was like the den of vipers that everybody on TikTok, yeah. had, everybody mm-hmm. read those. First. So like, I'm excited for your take on that and like a Tessa Bailey version of that. Cause I feel like I would enjoy it so much more. Um, and it's such a different story than obviously than they normally are. So I'm excited. It takes a whole different level of concentration because <laughs> There's four people in the scene. So there's four people in every scene. And I'm not even like at the part where they're fucking yet. Like I'm just at the part where they've like met. Right. And they're like, like, they're just like feeling each other out. But like every time something happens, you need four reactions to the thing happening or the thing that's being said, because like you have to keep pulling the threads along. Like uh, you want to know what how each person is reacting to every moment of the scene. So there's four different characters as, as opposed to two, and it's like it's it's harder. Like I'm definitely having to like think a lot harder yeah. as I write it. So, um, but like it's it's like I'm enjoying it because it's a challenge, and mm-hmm. um, like I wasn't sure what to expect when they all four got on the page together, and then like it was like oh. I like this. Like, yeah. yeah. Have you been like sending it along to like anybody to read as you're writing it and like getting there? No. no, not at all. <laughs> oh, good. No, I don't want anybody's opinion uh, until it's finished. Yeah, because I, I'm like very sensitive to like if someone gives me a, an opinion that I deem like, like, oh, like negative in any way. Mm-hmm. I'll just scrap the whole thing. Like I will just go. Oh, for no. <laughs> so like, I just like have to, uh, I just have to like trust myself and like not show anybody anything until it's completely finished. Otherwise you've been killing it so far. So I think trusting yourself is work. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, no, I, yeah. Like I said, before we started recording, I have terrible trust issues. So I don't well, send anybody anything. <laughs> well, Dylan, but I, mean, I had- part of your process that's what you do I I like that idea because I'm that I'm kind of similar in that like if someone says something negative or like constructive criticism but it's you know you're like "Hmm," you just can't stop thinking about it so I can't imagine writing something yeah Yeah. and it's like when you ask somebody for their opinion like they feel obligated to give you an opinion and they can't just say you're on the right track, keep going. I'm not going to say a word. They have to say something, you know, mm-hmm. um, they have to give you a suggestion because they feel like they, that's why you ask them. Right. And yeah. so, yeah. And so like, I just don't, <laughs> I just don't. Uh, but like, I, I totally understand and fully understand why people do like people that have beta readers and they send chapters to them. I'm like, that's great. Like that must be great to have that support system <laughs> built in and get that, you know, like, be able to fix things as you go, but it's not for me. <laughs> well, then it's like, maybe you don't like their criticism and then you feel weird being like, no, thanks. <laughs> like, yeah, I take what you said, but no, thanks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Well, I ordered these questions different because we, we didn't know about your news today. We were hoping for it, but 
I wanted to ask you about TikTok and how it connected. Like you're so good at it. And with it happened one summer, I feel like, did that just become super, super viral on TikTok? Was that your most like TikTok viral one? Would you say? Yeah. It, um, like, I feel like it went viral before I was like active on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like Instagram, bookstagram viral too. Right. And then I kind of just was like, I don't know. It happened simultaneously where I was like, okay, let me try this out. It's because I was like really enjoying the content people were creating about mm-hmm. it happened one summer. And I was like, these are my people. I love this. They're funny. Um, they love the same books I do. Like it just, I feel like I share like a sense of humor with TikTok, like with the sensibility of TikTok of kind of yes. goofy. Mm-hmm. Don't take yourself too seriously. Have a good time. Enjoy it. Yeah. Um, so like, I started making videos and it's been great. Like I have more confidence in myself in my sense of humor because people have been enjoying the videos. And um, so it's been like a real like breath of fresh air for me because I'm alone all the time and I'm working alone all the time. And when I have the TikTok, the TikTok, I didn't I feel that. <laughs> you when I have TikTok, um, the internet? Like, yeah. talking to me all day, like I... I don't know. It just like, it's like a boost. It's like a definitely like, no, I oh, feel that way famous. completely. Right. Like that's the book talk community. Cause most people are very, very kind on there too. But it's yeah. so funny to me that you would even ever think that maybe you weren't funny because your books are hilarious. <laughs> like so funny. And I'm not going to name names, but one of like my very favorite podcasts was saying how they read my killer vacation. And they're like, Oh, I really liked it. And they were talking about, they're like, I liked it better than the one with the clown. (laughs) And it wasn't, it wasn't even the clown. She was like, she just does all these really interesting, like, um, like jobs for people. And I was like, what do you want to read about an accountant every time? Like, it's hilarious that they are these like out there jobs. And Dylan and I were also talking about like, we just talked about this last night. <laughs> how it's always like a, a dude with money. And that always kind of like lubricates the way to a happy end. <laughs> Yeah. Like both ways. And I'm just like, I just love that in this fantasy world, every dude is so thoughtful. They know what to do in bed. They have money. Like I want to live in a Tessa Bailey world. Like there shouldn't be a Hallmark <laughs> channel. There should be one of like your books as movies. And I want to go there. Well, you know, <laughs> we'll start with one. And yes. see what happens, <laughs> now, are you allowed to tell us, because it's screen run, what happens? Like, do you know where it's going? Like, is it going to be a Netflix so, survivor like so I guess like the process is this that they they hire screenwriters they write the script they um they have like the production company so they have the production company that's who hires the screenwriters so once they have that then they start looking for talent like so that's at the stage we're at now and so that once they have the talent attached they have the production company and they have the screenplay then they go to streamers. They approach streamers like Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hulu, what have you. And, um, that's and they'd be so silly not to take you, but <laughs> well, like, like uh, the script is very strong. Like it is like, I was actually resentful reading the first chapter. Cause I was like, this is funnier than my book. Like, <laughs> this is funnier. Like the, they amped, they took the party scene of oh, yes. on the yes. roof and like, put it on steroids like it is so fucking funny like she like cannot throws, like an old like it, 
someone throws a chair through a window and it's like <laughs> hysterical and um I don't want to spoil anything but um I was I was dying laughing I was already sold in, in the first chapter that's awesome. anyways like yeah so they approach streamers and then that's when like a proper like um plan is made like with okay a cast and production timetable, etc. So like, that's all stuff I'll be sharing, hopefully coming up. Well, yeah, you share everything with us and we are so grateful that you do. <laughs> I'm like so glad anybody wants to know. So. The TikToks yeah. are so great. Cause I feel like it, it's so nice. The people that are on there, like you, that are like so honest about it and like real who you are. It's like a kind of like a little like window inside for like you when you're asking questions about like what do you want to read or what do you think about this character and then it's also like yesterday was something like you know when you're like trying to write something and you're all horned up and now you don't know what to do because if you take care of it then you're gonna lose the steam for the scene so you're like writing it's a real problem shower (laughs) it's a real problem as a romance author like you sometimes you're writing a scene and you're like wow could really use some alone time right now but like I will lose all motivation to finish you're like where were we again (laughs) yeah yeah so um that's a rule and actually I'm not the only author that has that rule like you cannot masturbate (laughs) until you finish writing the sex scene Um, finish the chapter and then finish and then reward yourself yeah (laughs) treat yourself (laughs) yeah treat yourself it's probably not healthy um (laughs) no I'm pretty sure there's research like masturbation is very healthy and write faster it helps me write I definitely write faster you know how many people you've helped (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. lots, so many. Lots, of husbands, lots of partners lots of wives um yes. yeah so oh my god I love right. it I'm happy well, to speaking do it. of those guys what is your um let me go with one of the questions here Brendan <laughs> or Fox depends on what day of the week it is I mean oh. like I you know I like <laughs> I, I there are like certain merits to each character that I really value. Like I love Brendan's steadfast nature. I love the fact that he never wavers, never second guesses. He knows exactly what he wants all the time. The and Instagram like, follow. Kills yeah. <laughs> like my uh-huh. heart, like if Brendan reminded me so much of my husband, I'm sorry. I didn't <laughs> like it was so cute. Cause I was like, my husband's the guy who doesn't have Instagram. And like, if we were Mine quoting, either. I yeah. could see that, you know what I mean? Like, sorry (laughs) yeah no I I mean just like that cluelessness about like what is popular and what's current (laughs) like it's also really attractive to me like I whenever I read a book like a a blurb for a book that he's like he's a social media star I'm like no (laughs) don't want it um because I just like I don't know there's something that's like really attractive about a guy who just does not give a shit what people think you know Mm -hmm. um but then there's Fox and I love, I also really love a character who does second guess himself a lot and is like very insecure and um, needs somebody to tell him he's wonderful. And like, that's relatable, so <laughs> relatable. So I go back and forth, but I love them both. They're both my children. I know. I guess you can't really choose, can you? Today it's Brendan, of course, because he's getting a movie. Of course, I mean, the star of the show. Yeah. Can we pick who we think, me and you? What do you think, Dylan, if we were to guess or our like hopes? 
Oh, for casting? God. Yeah, just like, oh. just for like Piper. I can't Brendan. wait to start seeing those TikToks. Like, I mean, Brendan, I, they're already up. But I, now they're going to be like, I keep thinking the guy in Pam and Tommy who you love. Um, the guy oh, from- Sebastian Stan. Oh, uh, Sebastian Stan. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. With no, a I beard. I feel like you need a bigger, like, like a little bit more weathered type. Like, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I've seen a lot of people wanting uh, Thorin Bradley to be Brendan. Oh. It's like, he's not even an actor. <laughs> like he literally chops uh, look, wood. I, I don't like, know if he could be great on the movie poster. Yeah, but like, right? I don't know if he could act. Yeah, a like book I, cover for sure. For sure. Although he is acting in a way. Like he really genuinely. It's a performance, yeah. He thinks that we don't know that he, like, we obviously you're not here to, ch- to chop wood. You know what's happening, but you're pretending like it's about wood every time. And his wife is like writing the his script. His wife for is him. the videographer, right? Yeah. Like they're they're laughing all the way. They know what's happening. They know they yeah. know we know that they know that we know. Like it know, yeah. is, yeah. So he is <laughs> acting in a way, I guess. But true, true. But true. you're like, thank you anyways, I guess. He's like, can he talk? Shopping this uh then we're like uh, like jigs up, bro. <laughs> Do you know? I need like Henry Cavill, like a beard, like a. I know he's, but he's. I feel like he's too old for Brendan. But I like, feel, no, I would take Henry Cavill any day. I feel like he. Yeah, is. She, oh, I would too. I, feel like I he mean, has, I would too. I'm just. I was three. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like he's. I don't think he's rom com guy. Like I don't think he wants to do rom coms. I think he wants to do more serious stuff. But I. Yeah. I don't know. There's True, a couple but, of guys like Taylor Kitsch that I've been that I've had and that I've been thinking of. Um, Derek Feller is another guy who, an actor who I really think looks like Brendan. I don't know if you guys know who that is. Is that, uh, was he in Three Men and a Baby or whatever? Yes. When I re-listen to this, I'm going to be Googling all of these people to see who they are. Derek, Derek would be a good one. He's, yeah, um, he's, he's, he looks like Brendan. He's got the beard already. He's so it happened, it happened one summer. Again, we're off the rails. Like I had these questions in case we literally had dead air, but that's not a problem. Good. Um, it happened one summer. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. It's been out long enough. I'm going to talk about a spoiler. When the scene on the boat, on that little tiny bed, <laughs> I cannot, I cannot, <laughs> I cannot wait. I cannot wait. It's gonna have to be a streamer. I won't be able to go in public and see this movie. I know. A drive-in, maybe. Maybe. I was like, that was my first. Like, I feel like I immediately established myself as a horn dog. Like when I had the meeting with the um, the screenwriters, I was like, they were like, so, like, let me tell you, like, why don't you tell us your vision for the movie? And I was just like, please do not fade to black. <laughs> like, please just have no. something on the screen. Like, we really love it you know like like the success of these tv shows like 365 and bridgerton and yes. you know like they're they're it's women wanting to see that acted out like with the context you know like mm-hmm. right. context of the story followed by the hot dirty sex like that's what we want you know mm-hmm. we don't want to like be invested in it and then only to have the door closed and like we're locked out of the most intimate part of the story right yeah and Bridgerton so, does it so well so well like and and that's the same thing it's very much the story and then there is the spicy you know sex scenes yeah. or whatever just you know all that's right production right. production companies that's Shonda right all right we want Shonda for it happens <laughs> <laughs> 
but like exactly I feel like (laughs) now with streaming like it doesn't need to be it's not like this is going to be like ABC family you know that's not a thing anymore (laughs) whatever the hell it's called yeah the first Um, thing so they asked I mean I'm not well I'm not saying I don't have anything against like Lifetime or Hallmark but that was the first thing that like I every we all love that those movies you know they're too vanilla uh, for this fade to black no this is not right. there's but I was like I really think that if it's gonna be me like they're not coming to watch a movie from my book that's fade to black they're not said I wouldn't come to me for that you know so right. like if it's gonna be me like do it like it's supposed to you know look. right no like Hallmark is cool and all but it's like the Taco Bell of spice and like I want like San Diego <laughs> street tacos like spice Dirty, yeah, like Kaya Sada, like give me the full, yeah, burrito. Yeah. 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 Then we, we trust so in you. You are? I used to yeah. live there for a year and a half. I, I oh, yeah, Ventura. I grew up there. I grew up there till I was there till I was 18. California oh girls. God. I lived in Ventura. Oh, okay. Hilarious. <laughs> so I didn't is. think it would be a problem like we feel like we know you between reading your books and like your humor <laughs> and then watching your TikToks and I feel the same way like I have four and a half year old twins that are both autistic I'm home a lot like a lot so yeah. between the podcast and just like having an Etsy shop being a mom I'm here a lot so having a TikTok community you do feel like less alone so it's crazy to me yeah. like I just wouldn't think that Tessa made me felt like similar but I'm like oh yeah, I do. No, I really do. And like, it's, re- it's really why my daughter, like my daughter and I survived the pandemic. Like, She's so sweet. Thank you for sharing her with us as well. Oh yeah. <laughs> Those <absolutely>. stories are <laughs> funny. <laughs> she's, she's a character. Uh, she went through like some pretty, she's a type one diabetic. Um, and like, we almost lost my, my husband during the pandemic because he was on a ventilator for like months. And mm-hmm. like, there was all this terrible stuff. Like the house next door to us burned down. Like it just kept coming. And we were just like Dumpster watching TikToks, like, oh. like we were just so, um, it was like our lifeline. Um, so yeah. I'm in love with it. And I'll, yeah, I really <laughs> I know. Is that so funny great. how the targeted marketing works? Because I used to watch Hulu and get a thousand TikTok commercials. And I was like, I think I'm too old for TikTok. <laughs> like I felt like the boat had sailed and it's just so funny. Like the other day, somebody just from the internet sent me a book and I'm like, TikTok's cool. Like that's just yeah. so nice. I feel like um you're only the only way you're too old for TikTok is if you get on TikTok and say you're too old for TikTok. That's true. It's true. <laughs> like it was you're immediately too old. Like yeah, yeah like yeah. if you don't know that that's I don't know. Just like don't say it. Just have fun. Yeah. Just like <laughs> you'll learn. There's there's so much to learn. Like you I follow Nana Pia. I mean, she's like a 95 year old Italian grandma, like cooking Love lasagna. It. Like yes. I want to watch it for everybody. You know, I don't care how right. old you are. She's the one that oh, breaks the pasta in the bag. I think so. Is her grandson yes. films her? Yes. Yes. So cute. So cute. I love it though. It like helped everybody. I got on it in 2020 with, um, I worked with students in college and they were like, oh, you need to get on this. Like if we fundraise this amount, like you have to make a TikTok. And like my very first video is like me dressed in like all leopard doing the Carol Baskin dance. Oh my God. <laughs> so funny. Do you and still have it up? I don't think so. Oh <laughs> think, man. You should, have I think it, it was like there for, 
for a hot minute, but then like I went like semi-viral over like a nail polish video and I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to go back and see what the, these ones I did originally are because now a lot of people are looking. Never go back. Never <laughs> go back. So bad. Fearlessly but into the future. Yeah. It's so fun. And like you said, like Book Talk is an amazing community. Like you find your people. I got so many recs. Lana and I send recs back and forth from TikTok. Constantly. We got some listener questions on TikTok. Yeah. Well, from. We have a couple. I think they might all be from the same person, but she has questions. Yeah, she's a huge um, fan. She's been Kelsey. like so excited. Like the minute oh my we could. Yeah, her name is Kelsey Benzel. Hey, Kelsey um, Benzel. Oh my, she's going to die. <laughs> she's so excited right now. I know like later on, I want you to do like a sound clip. Like I'm Tessa Bailey and you're listening to that. <laughs> Lose my mind. Um, three-parter question you want to ask Dylan yeah so she said um out of all of the series and stories you've written which character sticks with you the most um I really love um so oh my gosh which character sticks with me the most um I think I had like a few Bowen from Risking It All he's in the Crossing the Line series he he's like one that I, I don't know. I like, I had my first like love affair with him. Like mm-hmm. I just, he was like the dark, twisty, tortured character. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one that I'd written. And um, I just like was consumed by him while writing that book. He's like the heir to the mafia throne and he falls in love with an undercover cop and he's very angsty. Um, so I really love Bowen from Risking It All. Uh, Peggy from Too Hard to Forget is another character who's a little bit similar to Piper actually, where she is sort of viewed by her family as this like kind of shallow, vapid type who's just like, you know, dates a serial dater, but the, the, like underneath it all, she's actually been in love with this man for like 10 years and carrying a torch for him. And mm. she just, um, she's stronger than everybody gives her credit for. I love characters like that. That's why I love Piper so much. I love when women are underestimated. Mm-hmm. Yes. Prove everybody's wrong. Yeah. underdog yeah yeah you'll see awesome. that theme in most of my books you know like the heroine is like down and out in the first few chapters or she's struggling with something and then by the end of it she's conquered it and usually it's just conquered it on her own not with any help of the hero sort of separately mm-hmm. but I like that you do that with the male characters too yeah they have like, to figure it out on their own they can get be supported by the other character and encouraged but it needs to be like a part like a mental Mm-hmm. switch yeah well when you said that about Henry Cavill like he went to a rom club like I think your stories yes they have that element but I also feel like they're deeper than that like almost every character has some type of trauma like they're humans like you write about yes there's this fantasy world where they all also happen to have money and can do no <laughs> wrong in bed but like they are still humans that like have lives and families and issues so yeah cool. yeah that's what like, I really there's... loved oh, go sorry ahead. go ahead I was going to say, I really loved Fixer Up because that whole series was, you know, women helping women and them, the friends and the sisters coming to the rescue and they weren't, you know, they weren't waiting for a man. Like it was so nice to see that. Um, and I feel like that's in all of the books, but it, in that series, it's so much more prevalent of the three of them just really sticking it together and reaching their goals and going for what they want. And it's so refreshing to see that in a book instead of just like, 
oh, where is my hot sugar daddy to start <laughs> this? Like, we all want that, but you know, that's, that's not reality. The reality is right? most yeah. likely your girlfriend, your sister, the person that's got your back. And so it's so relatable, that whole series. Thanks. Yeah, that series, like uh, the whole, the whole idea for that series originated where I just had this, like, I don't know, like a daydream of like three women getting locked in a room together and like, they didn't know each other. And then they sort of through talking for a while, realized like all of their problems are because of men. And then they just swear them off in the first chapter. And like, as like, obviously as it evolved, like my, my editor's like, you need to get the, the love interests on the page like pretty quickly you can't start off with this like we hate men in chapter one of a romance novel and I was like why she was like what about the prologue (laughs) yeah can I do it there so it like it it is it does end up happening and fix her up that scene like they go to a Zumba class and like the instructor's late and um they end up talking and realizing like oh my god like we're all struggling and it's all because like you know we have these dudes dragging us down um so I did get to write the scene at the end of the day, but it was much less uh, the theme of the, of the whole series. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder when I'm reading them, I'm like, has she done this? Like, was she running a tough mutter? Because like, I just read Fixer Up. I think that was Dylan. Was that like your first Tessa Bailey Series? No, but it was the no. first like series. Yeah, oh, series. I read okay. some standalones, and then that was my first series. Kelsey got me into Fixer Up, so um, I read that and was like, I couldn't get it fast enough. <laughs> and it was. I'm in the middle so of exciting. Lover Loser audiobook right now, and it's really good. And I'm like, thank you. But I yeah, really love it so much. My only married couple book. I'm enjoying uh-huh. it a lot. I love like the tension that's in it, and yeah, it's different. Like you said, it's like it's different than another rom-commy it's always you know yeah. you're looking for a meat cute and like this is like an anti-meat cute almost yeah. like like a meat like pissed off <laughs> like trying <laughs> like, to find I, the cute again yeah 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 so I, that was inspired by because I don't know if you guys listened to, or have heard of this podcast called um where should we begin with Esther Perel no it okay. sounds familiar actually like maybe I have a long time ago if you if you haven't listened to it and you want to go back to season one like start at the very first episode she does like anonymous couples counseling sessions oh. um she's like a world-renowned couples oh, counselor that's and very she's interesting very good and these couples have serious problems um and it's just like it made me want it just made me want to like explore that like explore the fact that like marriages do fall into ruts sometimes and then you have to work your way out of it yeah, um, and it's a lot of the time the opposite. You both want to. You both want to work it out and stay together. And there is something really romantic about that that we don't talk about. Yeah, I don't feel like it's always the sex though. It's usually it's almost always the sex that goes first. So that was what was cool in this was like that yeah. was the part that they like really, really had. <laughs> yeah, I'm like hey, could I, it would hold me down. <laughs> I feel like okay yeah they are like the spiciest couple I Mm -hmm. love their like their sex life I mean not that it's only on Tuesdays I like need sound always whether it's like rain effects while I'm reading like I just have to have something audio and I was listening I was listening to it in the shower this audio (laughs) it's like I'm so loud that was like oh is the window open (laughs) And yeah. it was when they were talking to each other on the phone, and I was like, on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, wow, somebody in that house is 
Yeah, getting spicy. Yeah, on like one point one speed. <laughs> Why do you like to like, go so that? fast? Um, what else did Kelsey ask? She asked about an unfixable sequel. <laughs> I'm not even sure of this question because like I said, I'm a little bit newer. Like I think this unfixable. is my no, she's book like of a yours. hardcore test. I'm sure she's uh, yeah, read every book. I was like, read. if you if you would say like what's the question you expect to get the least? <laughs> like, that's it. Look at we um, surprised you. I, I yeah, that's a standalone book that I wrote. I mean, it's been, I think it's been like seven years or seven and a half years. Oh, wow. I think the ship has sailed on a sequel. Um, but I that that's another book that really does stick with me. It's um Shane and Willa. You can make a TikTok about it. Yeah, <laughs> if I, I did that. make a TikTok, here's or if I were to make a sequel, this is what would have happened, but I don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't have time. Well, she so she's yeah, she this is my first book that I wrote in first person. Um, it's like a definitely a new adult joint, you know, it's like, um, it was definitely a departure from the series that I wrote before it. Uh, she like wins a photography contest and gets a trip to Dublin and meets this like bartender who's like real surly. Um, I'm married to an Irish bartender from Dublin. So it definitely has like a, uh, like a personal, like I have like a personal affinity for that book. And now I understand why she likes it because Kelsey's like an incredible uh, photographer. She's like a wedding photographer. (laughs) So now I'm getting why this one like really clicked with her. So she probably picked up on the fact that I, that book had definitely a piece of my heart in it. You know, Mm -hmm. like she probably picked up on the love for that book. So she's got a good eye. She's going to love this episode. (laughs) She'll love it. Dylan, you get the last question also from Kelsey. Oh yeah. So the other one was, um, and this one. is really like a good question for everybody is for people listening, you know, if there's somebody that is a Tessa Bailey beginner, where should they start? What would be like the book that you would recommend they start with? That's such a hard question. Um, I feel like the majority of people like that are reading me now, like just found me with it happened one summer. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a good place to start. It happened one summer. Uh, but also if you just want to try a standalone and like not commit to duology or um, I have a book called getaway girl that I absolutely yeah. adore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's self-published. I don't know. It was one of those winners that just like, I was obsessed with it the whole time I was writing it every word felt good and right. And I didn't have to do any rewrites on it. It just was like, it was like, it came to me in a whole store in like a whole package. Mm-hmm. And all I had to do was put it on the page. Um, and so those are always like a real joy. And I just love, I love uh, the grumpy, grumpy heroine and the the sunshine hero. That's like my favorite. <laughs> yeah. And he's like the mayor of Charleston and he's like a war hero. And she's just like, I sell Christmas ornaments year round and I hate everybody. And like, all I do is <laughs> she's just like the black sheep of her family. And, I'm so excited uh, to add yeah. all these. That one's really fun. So I don't know, getaway girl, maybe for a beginner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that wreck. I know it's been really fun. Cause when we started this, um, and Lana and I like first started talking about books and she's mm-hmm. like, oh, what kind of books do you like? And I'm like, romance, smut, like, you know, these different books, like these are like my favorite fantasy, like whatever. And she's like, oh, I'm, I'm reading like stuff readers. about the great depression and like historical yeah. fiction. Like, I'm like, why am I so miserable? Like, I'm like, why am I so like, like, I am like, that's not what I read when I want to feel good. And 
um, when she finally, like she was going on vacation and was like, I'm getting this book finally, like I'm getting out of time. And I'm like, I cannot wait. And it was like, you know, she read it and was saying how great it was and stuff. And she's our first podcast episode back. And she's like, I didn't know I was a Tessa Bailey girly. I hope this is a compliment to you, but like before I had met your books, one of my favorite authors, like probably well over a decade ago, I like just was obsessed with Emily Giffen and like your stuff has like that. It gives me that same happy feeling, except like it's funnier and spicier. Like, (laughs) so I'm like, that was the vibe. And I just, I can't wait to see, like, I was so excited when one of her books came to a film and I'm just so excited to see yours. Like, and I'm so happy to have you on the show. We're so grateful. Oh, well, I'm, it was really great talking to you guys and all <laughs> questions. Um, and I, yeah, I feel like we know each other already. So I was just hanging out with some friends. Oh, yeah, yeah. Before we sign off, do you want us like plug, plug, plug anything else? You have so much <laughs> going on this week. I know. I know. Um, my killer vacation is out now. It's like a really yeah. fun, uh, that's also a good book for a beginner because it's like a really quick, fun, wrong mm-hmm. um, that you don't have to overthink too much. It's just like fun and spicy. And uh, yeah, if you want to follow me anywhere, I'm on TikTok and uh, at author Tessa Bailey and Instagram at Tessa Bailey is an author. <laughs> yeah. The other one was taken. <laughs> <laughs> oh my like, God. This is my name. Why does someone have this? Yeah. How dare. How dare. How dare you. <laughs> we'll make sure to link everything too in the show notes. I, yeah, I appreciate that. And, oh yes. Um, and, and we'll share our TikToks with you because like I comment on yours, but you have 77,000 people. So it probably gets like clogged and lost in the shuffle. So I'll email you our info too. Yeah, do really, please do. And I'll make yeah. sure I follow you guys. I, yeah, I, I, when I put, whenever I post, I, I comment on the first 10 people or so that I comment. Yeah, I, how like, could you stress on. yourself out anymore? <laughs> then I'm like, I gotta get off here. Fall <laughs> like, into the hole. Yeah. I can't well, imagine. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. If you enjoyed our show, please consider rating us on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to listen to our sister podcast, Hometown Spice, where Dylan and her hometown bestie, Beth, dive into the spiciest reads you can imagine. You can find us at halfbakebookclub.com or follow us on Instagram and TikTok at halfbakebookclub. We'll see you next week. We can't wait. But until then, read some books. It's, it's weird, weird out, out there. there. <laughs> <laughs>